Now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's time for the Fashion Rewired Broadcast with Brian Hill. During the Fashion Rewired Podcast, we chat with successful fashion designers and business entrepreneurs who share their powerful stories of success while providing real-time industry tips, tools, and actionable strategies to execute today with the goal of designing our listeners' brands for success. Now, here's your host, Brian Hill. Welcome to Fashion Rewired. I'm your host, Brian Hill, self-taught designer and executive director of Phoenix Fashion Week. So why is it important to rewire? Well, I believe that every successful fashion designer and entrepreneur at one time or another made the smart and necessary decision to rewire their brain, their attitude, but most importantly, their actions to get them to their current level of success. Each week, I get to share stories of transformation with our listeners while giving you the blueprint to rewire. I love to open each episode by thanking the sponsors that believe in Fashion Rewired. The Emerging Designer Bootcamp Live. Are you the next IT emerging apparel or accessory designer? Are you struggling with sales or manufacturing issues? Each year, Phoenix Fashion Week travels the nation and hand selects emerging fashion talent to enter the very challenging three-month-long Designer Bootcamp Live, leading to the top fashion runway in October and the coveted title of Designer of the Year. To apply, email designer at phoenixfashionweek.com. Today, my next guest, good friend of mine, Cam Katuzian, was born in Iran, but now calls Arizona home after graduating from high school early, then gaining his electrical engineering degree from the University of Arizona. Cam also minored in computer engineering and math. Big brain. Since then, Cam has been in both the corporate and small business worlds, ranging from fashion retail to telecommunications and technological sales. He's already added two startups to his resume, once as a fashion designer with Katu's Clothing, and then also the founder of Kavir Model Management. But all these opportunities collectively helped him to blaze the current trail that Cam was on by creating and launching the Hangar.Life app, an online ecosystem where fashion comes to life. I've known Cam for a few years now and recently got to work next to him and his team as a Phoenix Fashion Week sponsor of our Emerging Designer of the Year Bootcamp. Bravo, Cam, for what you built, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you. Man, when you look back at that short little resume, what you created and built, how's it feel? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a very humbling experience, and uh, it's a truly, truly blessing to be on this journey. Yeah, I, I agree. As always, I like to open the show with people that want to know one fashion fact about Cam Katuzian that no one would know. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I worked in a uh, fashion retail, um, during college and, uh, worked for a uh, boutique called Jarman Shoes, which, uh, had, uh, uh, really stylish, uh, styles back in Tucson when I was going to college and, and that really sparked my interest. I always liked to look, look good and, and, uh, stay up to date with fashion trends and so on. But, but I think working for a retail fashion re- really solidified it. Gotcha. So your shoe game was always on. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> well, you know, it's fashion rewired. And, you know, when people succeed like you have and like you're continuing to do, people always want to know how you did it. Um, things look different to people when they go through strife and, and, and tribulation and different curbs and hurdles and things like that. But you and I both know you got to get over those things, right? And maybe yeah. sometimes you got to do things differently, which is what we call a rewire. So can you take us back to when you rewired? 
Yeah. Um, so for me, the click time it started when I was uh, kind of working at a corporate job. Um, at the time, I was working for a technology corporate, and um, you know, they always was looking for a side gig or or route or avenue that I can leave the corporate world and, and do something that I'm truly passionate about. Uh, I was watching a Steve Jobs YouTube video one day, um, speaking for a Stanford University graduation ceremony, and talking about how how he came up with the Apple idea, uh, which you know he connected the dots in his life um, and led him to the to the idea. Um, and at that point, it really my matrix mind it kind of went on to work, um, and uh, I started kind of connecting lives and milestones uh, in my life to see um, without recreating the wheel, what can I do that I already have in, in place mm. um, in fashion previously working in technology. And for me was really kind of building that infrastructure and solving the problems that I was facing as a fashion startup, um, which that really sparked the aha moment for me. And and uh, started kind of planning, and, and I think the journey really put the right people in front of me once I had that aha moment. Right, right. Well, I love that. Well, it, it sounds like you tried a lot of things, were doing a lot of great things in the corporate world, but always knew you wanted to do a side gig or something that could take you from the corporate world, right? But what's right. great about it is, is that, you know, someone you looked up to, we all looked up to, Steve Jobs and what he did, and he had tons and tons of hurdles that he got over to build Apple the second time around, right? But right. in listening to that, it helped you to connect your dots. And people should always try to do things that they love to do so it's not work, right? <laughs> or go down the road of things that you're the most familiar with. If you can find something there to start up, it helps you. And it sounds like you did that with Hangar.life. Um, man, that, that, that's, how does that feel when you look back at that? That, those were, that was a rewire moment. Uh, it, it feels blessing. Again, it takes a lot of work, you know, and that's uh, when people say it's just, you know, uh, idea is idea. But what, what happens beyond the idea, um, that's, that's, that's truly uh, is a true statement because, uh, you know, the real work starts after the idea. Uh, they, <laughs> they plan, <laughs> as, uh, you know, kind of going through the grind and, and, uh, and understanding what what your path is without knowing what the end results is going to be exactly happening because uh, if you really sit your mind on what exactly you want is you, you may kind of kill your uh, shoot yourself in the leg because your end result potentially could be much much more or much higher than mm -hmm. what you anticipated right right i love that it, it takes a lot of work the real work starts after the idea i'm, I'm writing those down so you're at a corporate job doing well, you know, cash and checks. You got the side idea that may pull you from the corporate world. You get inspired by Steve Jobs. Now you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I've got the idea, but now the real work's going to start. So I like to talk about the one, two, three action steps that you actually took to put this into motion. Hanger. So what was number one? After you watched that Stanford video with Steve Jobs, what was it really the first thing you really did to make Hanger go into the right direction? Uh, great question. I think number one for me was I, I realized that you can't do this alone. Um, as every great thing happen in a team, I played sports all my life and, and I believe in 
uh, called teamwork can get you to a championship, even in tennis, which is an uh, individual sport, but you still need other pieces uh, to that journey, like your coach or your fitness coach and so on. So for me, it was uh, really putting together my circle mm-hmm. um, of the founding members. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this is where you kind of reach out to the closest people to you that you highly trust, uh, don't worry about what titles and so on, because you know you still you're still in the early stages of your journey. Yes, uh, and and those those members truly uh, help you from different dimensions. Um, trying to make that team, I, I would say, is uh, step one. I love it. So you built the A team. I like that. I'm a sports guy all my life as well. I believe in uh, teamwork, and and I did individual sports as well as team sports, but. It for sure um, helped me to run businesses better because it, it is a team. So now right. you built the A team. What was step mm-hmm. two? Step two was uh, uh, research and understanding. Basically, educate, educate, educate. Uh, since building an uh, app wasn't really uh, my career at the time, I I worked for a technology company, so I understand what goes on behind the scene, how the internet works, how security works. Um, for me was to really uh, take that time and educate myself, uh, go to the basics. Um, so education, understanding your market, where you're getting into, um, so you're not wishy-washy. Um, who's my competition? Um, those, those were my uh, step twos. I love it. Research, research, research. Educate yourself on your new industry. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, education is one of our three pillars at Fashion Week, so you got me at education. So thank you. So now you've researched. Um, you now know the, uh, the opportunity in the technology game um, when it comes to apps and fashion apps. Now, step three. Step, step three is to really have fun, you know, because the, the whole thing is this, you're working on to shaping this to become your passion. Mm-hmm. If it feels like a job, uh, it gets old. So <laughs> it, it's so important to have fun while you're doing all the serious work, all the grinding. Because, um, you know, as you know, entrepreneur life is a lonely life. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you really have to enjoy what you're doing. Um, otherwise, otherwise it, it, you know, uh, curveballs could demotivate you or throw you off, off your place. And, and um, a lot of times, more than not, uh, things are not going to go your way. Um, so as a, as an entrepreneur, you, you need to, to just be quick on your feet and, and, uh, and learn to kind of have, uh, you know, tolerate those setbacks as part of it. Right. Right. Well, I think that's what you said, tolerate the setbacks. And I think that every setback is really setting you up for a home run afterwards. And so when you get to certain situations like us at Fashionwood, right, we had the rainstorm, uh, completely out of our control, but um, it was a setback for two seconds, but it set us up for all kinds of blessings that came after that. And once I kind of uh, started embracing that in my life, in my career, more and more things happened because you can always look at the glass half full, I believe, versus half empty. So again, even if it's a hurdle, there's always a blessing somewhere around that hurdle. 100%. That's exactly. Yeah. Well, so everyone listening, build an A-team research, educate yourself on your new industry or the industry you're deciding to go into for the idea, and then have fun with the concept. Like, 
leaving one hard job work-wise and you're upset going into your new idea and you're upset again like it's 18 hours a day you're trying to do two different uh, ideas or corporate and idea number two that gets old quick like you said because work gets old mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so out of those action steps we always know that habits really good habits start to come right so you're doing your day job burn the candle at both ends then at nighttime you're doing the startup hanger that life right so talk about some habits that came out of those action steps that you still adhere to today uh you you hit it home with with that question um i i firmly believe that uh adapting habits is a big part of uh you know going through that evolution as an individual um, and one of one of the books that you know I highly recommend around that is uh, James Clear, uh, Atomic Habits. Um, so so it's all about adapting small habits um, instead of you know say I want to lose fifty pounds. Yes. You know, you know, and just doing a little bit every day uh, eventually is going to get you there. So I'm all about big picture versus overnight re- result. Um, so some of the habits I adapted was one, waking up early. Um, you know, I wake up 4 a.m. every morning. Um, doesn't matter how late I go to bed, but (laughs) the next day is, is that's, that just kind of gets me up out of the bed and I just don't get up is I jump out of the bed um, from excitement. Okay. Um, Okay. So, so number one is waking up early. I, I uh, take about an hour um, silence, no, no phone, no electronics. Um, that just the, the hour of moments with your thoughts, meditation, um, drink your warm tea. Um, and uh, after one hour, you do your exercises, um, you know, you shower, uh, get, get a good meal. And by, by, by 8 a.m., it feels like noon, and uh, you're, you're ahead, of, uh, ahead of everyone else. Um, but, but morning time was, was big for me. That, that was a big change, um, just kind of really starting up at 4 a.m. My previous corporate job, um, I was working at the central time zone. Even, even I live in Scottsdale, so that really helped me to just wake, wake up earlier and uh, make that a habit. Right. Number two is for just um, you know health, you know, because as you said, putting putting out those those big hours and and working hard, uh, it requires you to be in good shape uh, mentally and physically. So right. um, that was that was another another big habit that I adapted to make sure every day I'm doing some sort of activity. Um, if it's not going to a gym, I go for a bike ride or go for hiking. Um, so those were important. Good. Wake up early, jump out of bed, meditation, time with yourself, electronics are off, exercise and eat smart. As simple as those are, anyone listening can do that right now. It can start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No one can stop you from this. And that's the thing that I really believe in the most is people think that other people are holding them back. Life's holding me back. Politicians are holding me back. But they're not. These things right. you can control yourself and your day starts earlier I've tested Cam on the early duff. I've tried to get him to wake up. He's already awake. I send a text. He replies right back. Okay, he's awake, 6 (laughs) a.m. I love it. Um, What is one of the biggest accomplishments that you can tie back to these habits? Give me one in the hangar life business model. 
going back to the habits that you formed since starting this startup on top of your corporate job, what's the biggest accomplishment? Um, biggest accomplishment would be finalizing our MVP product um, to going through all the um, challenges that we had, including the COVID era, um, and not allowing any setbacks, uh, you know, economic challenges, political challenges to to put put me behind or or uh, uh, change my mind on on where I'm pursuing. Um, I know, you know, uh, as as you know, a few years ago, um, I was we were chatting, talking about the fundraising through the platform and so on, but you know, it didn't go that route. Um, and and uh, one thing that I'm super proud of, um, my team really really uh, put down, doubled down on on their efforts uh, with Hangar, and we all really stayed extra focused, extra laser focused to get the idea to where it is today. Um, without borrowing any money from anyone. Wow. And I think that, that was a big accomplishment for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I said it's an ecosystem that brings fashion to life. How do I explain that? Pretty well, maybe, but how do you explain hanger life? Um, yeah, you, you nailed it. Uh, basically, a fashion as a service platform, that's what we call FAST for short, that empowers fashion designers, boutiques, models, uh, photographers, or any other fashion professionals to enhance their operation and reach more customers uh, with, with the tools that we're going to offer um, to bridge that gap um, for the users. Because we understood, I, I took uh, about several months before we really execute on the idea uh, to ask around from fashion designers, primarily in Phoenix Fashion Week, we interviewed some of the designers um, to to learn what what their daily challenges are, yes. um, how, what what type of uh, uh, applications or functionalities they doing day to day, and uh, trying to you you know use their answers uh, for our platform. Wow, I love that. That's amazing. You're so concise and to the point. You won't believe it. We're at the halfway point of the podcast already. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to thank some sponsors. You're going to sit right back there. I'm going to bring you right back, and I'm going to jump you right into what we call rapid-fire questions in the garment district. Are you ready for that? Sure. All right. Hang on one tight. The Custom Shop. As you know, before my rewire, I launched and ran my own fitness apparel brand. Now today I consult, invest in, and private label design and manufacture custom apparel for brands across the nation. Does your brand need unique, high-quality lifestyle apparel like T-shirts, hats, leggings, and more with your branded logo or slogan? Or do you need real-time consultation on your brand? Reach out to me for more information and custom apparel quotes. Email info at phoenixfashionweek.com. And we're back. This is Brian again. This is Fashion Rewired. I'm on with my buddy, Cam Katuzian. He's doing amazing items in the way of fashion and tech. He's a corporate guy turned small business startup turned entrepreneur, and he's giving us the blueprint to rewire. Cam, how you doing? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for having me. Oh, I love it. So I'm going to take you to the garment district, right? So rapid fire questions. All you can do is give me one word answers, either underrated or overrated. You ready mm-hmm. for that? Okay. Sure. Social media, underrated or overrated? Underrated. Formal education from the smart guy here. Underrated or overrated? <laughs> um, 
Overrated. Oh, boy. <laughs> Capital, money, cash, underrated or overrated? Underrated. Who you know, underrated or overrated? Underrated. Got it. Networking, underrated or overrated? Underrated. Phone conversations in real life, underrated or overrated? Underrated. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's a new one. I'm going to twist you. For a brand, e-commerce or in-person pop-up shops? Ho, ho, ho. Um, well, you, you, can't, uh, you can't take it away in person. Um, I would say in person. There you go. Those are just a nice narrative of what CAM uh, stands for. So for fashion designers and entrepreneurs listening, um, I always try to put them in a, book, a bucket of wholesale or retail, right? Wholesale meaning you're, you're offering your services in bulk, right? And typically stores and, and retailers are buying your product or service. Or are you retail, direct to consumer? How would you characterize Hanger, the app? Wholesale or retail? What's the play? We, um, the, the, the idea was to, to really uh, provide that end-to-end solution for, for retail, uh, but, but provide the wholesale um, also as more of a bigger resource for our um, end-to-end smaller businesses. Um, so, say primarily our stage one would be retail. Okay. Uh, but stage two, we're, we're going to include wholesale as well. Got it. Okay, stage two and stage one. Okay, I like that. Okay, I'm, I'm going to test you on that. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. So, when you, when you talk about, let's just talk about stage one, right, which is direct-to-consumer uh, retail. Right. Mm-hmm. What is the sales platform that brings you guys in the most revenue right now? Um, today, uh, we're actually working on the monetization, uh, but, uh, one of, one of the, uh, first, first monetization ways is our becoming featured or ad space. Uh, so enabling other businesses or fashion professionals to highlight their services and, and their brands on our platform. Gotcha. And stage two would be kind of providing that professional services for other users. Got it. Got it. So really, uh, the sales platform is, is your own app, is, and then being featured there will be your best sales effort. Even if you're not bringing a revenue right now, the revenue is, is eyeballs for you right now, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, I like that. So then social media-wise, were you most successful in converting people over to the Hangar app? Um, I think the, the honesty, the communication, um, <clears throat> and being able to share that journey uh, which are which are followers? Um, that was the big piece. We we didn't really focus on social media in early stages as as the the platform was be, being built and under construction. Um, but but today that we finalized the MVP and we have our web application available, um, our social media is stepped up as we communicating more with, with the followers and, and really bringing them up to speed to be part of this community. Um, and, and grow with us gotcha. until we have the mobile application out. Mm-hmm. And, and which social media platform is best for you to do that? Um, Instagram uh, and LinkedIn. Okay, both. Because you, you always go with, uh, you said Instagram because I would say direct to consumer there, but why LinkedIn is also important? Is that because the businesses are there? 
uh, precisely, um, just uh, B2B world, as, as you can imagine. LinkedIn is a very strong platform. Um, I, I uh, utilize it daily uh, for my day job um, as, you know, that's, that's your professional image and how you can connect and network with other people outside of your um, industry. I think LinkedIn is also a great hub um, to connect and, and uh, collaborate with other, other users. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So on social media, if you have any time when you wake up, who are you following that inspires you on social media? Um, individuals like Gary Vee, um, Eric Thomas, um, and it, it kind of uh, Joel Osteen. I, I follow uh, m- many athletes. Um uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, uh, yes. content yes. Uh, always drives me. I, I, you know, um, my nickname back in school was NASCAR um, because I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> the mentality of uh, Mamba and Kobe Bryant was something that I really uh, trying to adapt, um, and it really applied it in my day to day life. Just being a better version of myself every day. Um, whether it's in my work, whether it's me as a person, me as a friend, me as a brother, uh, son, father. Um, so those, those components is uh, it's just the life, life variables for me. That's great. Robin, he sounds like a super guy, right? Robin's excited <laughs> just listening to you. Bravo. <laughs> so how about, a, how about a go-to resource uh, that helps your brand? What's, what's the, is it? Is it the technology? Is it the code? What's the number one resource that helps Hangar succeed? Um, at this stage, would be the the technical resource and uh, capital. Um, okay. You know, as as you as, as you can imagine, uh, building a technology platform this magnitude it really requires uh, some dollars, um, and we've been extremely blessed to to be in this stage as. Um, you know, with the, with the founding team and, and uh, the, the work we put in uh, really brought us to here. But for stage two, we're really hoping that uh, other doors are going to open up as, as uh, other people are kind of reaching to us. And it's been extremely, uh, um, uh, <clears throat> extremely eye-opening and, and awesome. And, and thank you for your partnership, by the way, Brian, with Phoenix Fashion Week. Um, Phoenix Fashion Week has been amazing, uh, both in the partnership and, and really uh, enabling us to, uh, to, to be part of the community and, and uh, reach out uh, to those users. Oh, it was, it was our pleasure working with you and your team. You guys are a crack staff. Uh, you're supporting emerging fashion designers, which is my mantra every day. And what you're doing you know, in the world of tech and fashion blended together, uh, the future is really bright. So just to be able to be on the ground floor with you guys uh, and our designers uh, was really our pleasure. So thank you. I agree. Thank you. Yeah. So you sound like we both like to read. I, I read a lot. We got one book from you already, Atomic Habits. But what's a second book that you'd recommend for our readers to read to succeed? Sure. Um, I have to say uh, the book that my dad gave me when I was 13. And that book really changed my life. Um, it, it's actually sits on my desk every day, time to time I open it. Um, they called, uh, the game of life, the power of spoken word, oh. your word on, um, the secret of success. So, uh, the author is Florence Scovel Sheen. Um, 
is basically going over the the the, the mindset, the the power of the words, how you kind of speak to yourself, what type of words you're putting out, and just overall being optimistic, um, the affirmations you're making. Um, you, you just uh, little things, that, minor adjustments that you, you make and how you speak, what type of words you use, um, even when you get frustrated, instead of using negatives, you use positive. Yeah. Just, as you said, just looking at the half of a glass that is full. Yes. Uh, it's empty. Um, I lived all my life based on that principle. Oh, I love it. I love that. So I don't know, but I'm going to take you back to little Cam, younger Cam and Iran, okay? <laughs> Way back then. Um, what would you give advice-wise to little Cam to get you to the current level of success that you have today, but way faster. What would it be? Um, yeah, uh, growing up in a third world country in in Iran, um, just kind of seeing what I saw, it really uh, makes you to not for, uh, take anything for granted. Um, so I would probably uh, tell myself that you know, stay consistent, stay persistent, and go through the wins and losses with a smile, uh, <laughs> but, but both of them are going to be a lesson for you. I love it. Stay consistent, stay persistent, always with a smile. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Can you do that, Robin? Okay. She said yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cam, I take notes on every client, every guest we have because I cheat. I take what I learned from the podcast and put it into my business today, tomorrow. Um, so you will see me doing things that you've talked about today. And I hope that our listeners are doing the exact same thing. That's what it's for. This is for sure edutainment uh, today with the Cam Katusian. Um, okay. Share with our listeners one final thought. Why should they rewire? Uh, that rewired moment is, is really everything. Um, I, I would say um, that's, that's going to be the reminder of, what your why is or why you're doing what you're doing and why now is the right time. Right. Uh, and, and you don't have to have all the answers, you know, at the, you know, at the beginning, uh, just know that hard work beats talent every day. There are <laughs> many talented people out there. Um, but you know, just try to be the hardest working person in the room. You never get what you want, but you will get what you have to have. Um, uh, it, it gets you to, to where you need to go. Um, right. You know, and another thing I, I kind of add is uh, uh, my, my mentor always says is don't just go through it, grow through it. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so when you kind of see it that way, then it becomes a journey and, uh, and it becomes uh, something that you're looking at the big picture versus, um, you know, what's, what's happening, what, what's in it for me. Right. Well, I feel I can move the world based on this conversation today. Hard work beats talent all day long. You being an athlete, how many times did you were you the underdog in a game that you guys won based on hard work? Just think back to that. That's the best feeling ever. Absolutely. I, I know when, when I was playing basketball uh, when I was younger, I was initially I was a bench player. Um, but one summer I really took the time and and uh, every day I was practicing in in uh, basketball court after school, and and the following year I became the captain of that team. Um, wow! Uh, it it truly does. Uh, whatever time you put in, it, it's going to have a result. 
it may it may not be apparent that first day, but but you have to stick with it. Right. I think I'm gonna change your nickname from uh, NASCAR to the Mamba. <laughs> like that sounds like the Mamba to me. That's that's Kobe Bryant esque right there. Good job. Good job. Thank you. So Cam, how can our listeners find you? Contact you? Uh, sure. They um, um, they can always email me Cam at Hanger.Live. Um, I also I'm on LinkedIn on all the social media platforms, um, Instagram and LinkedIn. I would say more. Uh, more of the common ones, uh, but uh, I'll welcome any direct emails as well. Awesome. As always on Fashion Rewired, you can upload your free Cam Gattuzian blueprint on how he rewired. You can follow his exact one, two, three action steps or simply be inspired by his journey. Simply go to Instagram at Fashion Rewired, send me a direct message, or when you see this come up on our feed, make a comment out to Cam. And he's always good about supporting young emerging fashion talent. If you give us something in a DM, I'm sure he'll put you on as a feature on the Hangar app. Is that too much to ask, Cam? No, not at all. 100%. <laughs> there, there it is. You heard from the, uh, the captain. All you have to do is just shoot us a DM at Fashion Rewired on Instagram, and you might be featured in uh, the boutiques on the Hangar app. Mm-hmm. Cam, you're the man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brian. This was, this was amazing. I appreciate it. Fashion Rewired, and we're out. Thank you for joining us for our weekly 30-minute podcast focused on the business of fashion. Fashion Rewired is all about the successful transformation of your mind, perspective, and daily approach to your fashion brand. Make sure you listen next week for the Fashion Rewired podcast with Brian Hill.